Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to the Family Mission Podcast. Yeah, Woo! baby. Woo-hoo! Glad y'all are here. <laughs> it's Friday. Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> oh. That's if you're catching it live as it's released on the podcast platforms. Maybe it's another day to you, but hey, we always like coming with a new episode every Friday to you. Yeah. But if you're not listening on Friday, today... It's still, still a Friday. happy day. No. <laughs> oh, this is a ch- day that the Lord has made. We'll rejoice. Amen. Yes. We'll be glad in it. Amen. Amen. Thank so you I guess coming. in Jesus, every day can be a Friday. Yeah, that's right. Always that's a good right. day. <laughs> you know, you don't have to think that you have to wait till Friday to relax and enjoy the day. No, that's you right. can relax and enjoy the day on a Monday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so Tuesday, we're Wednesday, wanting Thursday, to just Friday, welcome Saturday, you to Sunday. the table. Woo. That's right. <laughs> so anyway, we want to get into our ongoing conversation of yes. spiritual warfare. Spiritual we're picking warfare. it right back up. <laughs> <laughs> and again, it's something that's a part of everyday life. You know, we were talking before we went live here that it is a truth that you can't just choose not to participate. <laughs> No, no option. Oh, we are here and there is an adversary. That's right. Like it or not, you are born onto a battlefield. Hello. Exactly. Hello. Welcome to the battlefield. But you know what? Here's the fun, 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 fun part of even knowing that you're on the battlefield. What is it? We win. We win. We win, and it's good to know, again, like everyone in life and everyone on the planet, if you know what the end result is, mm-hmm. it gives you something to aim at. And it's important that we make sure, I mean, there is spiritual warfare, there is elements of things, but all that comes mm-hmm. into perspective simply because we know what we're aimed at. That's right. And if you don't know what we're aimed at, it's like you're getting shots in the dark. Like all of a sudden you got your left arms hit, then your right arms hit. You know, your family's hit, then your finances are hit, then your job's hit, and you're just like, why am I getting hit? <laughs> and because just because you're not aware, but when you're enlightened, hey, I'm on a battlefield, I need to duck. <laughs> you know, I need to get hey, behind I some cover. To, I need to make sure that I'm on the um, playing field, carrying the ball, not on guard um, when the, the trying to get the ball back. And yeah. so it's it's a perspective also spiritual warfare is a perspective of knowing the end result also knowing the steps to be taken to keep pressing towards the mark. Amen. And Absolutely. so and and in all of that we can each and every one of us um those of you that have joined us today that are sitting around the table with us today we know that with the help of the Holy Ghost we all can walk in great victory. And and part of carrying the ball is knowing that somebody's trying to strip the ball from you. Mm-hmm. And so if if we aim spiritual warfare at we know that there is an adversary and he's trying to come get the ball, but we have things that we can put in place. We have um, weapons 
in in the spirit that we can use that keep us holding on to the ball very, very, very tight. Mm -hmm. So no matter what the circumstances, what um, is come at us, we know we win. So let's get right into, um, we're going into 1 Corinthians chapter 10. That's right. And we're going to have Dan read here in just a minute. But the, the reason we're going to 1 Corinthians 10 is because it's talking about trials, tests, and temptations. <laughs> okay, that's what we just talked about. So Three that, T's. <laughs> <laughs> so that is, you know, that's the warfare. That's the battle. Trials, uh-huh. tests, and temptations. So That's a real good sermon. Uh Point what? trials, tests, and temptations. temptations. For the Actually, first part of my three-part series: trials, <laughs> tests, and temptations. Actually, first we're we, going to hit trials. Second, we're going to hit. Tests. Sorry. And third, we're going to hit temptations. I got twenty slides for each of my. No, we we laugh because there are certain things that we we have this uh, ongoing. Um, put that on a pillow, or put that on a t-shirt. That'll preach. That'll, That'll preach. preach. So um, there's a message in that. <laughs> it's funny because the Lord will speak to us in these things. You know, mm-hmm. we read the word, we dig into it, and it's sometimes it's fun to poke at the way that we always do stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, the Lord is he's he's wondering. I I say that not to be disrespectful. If you have someone that can just teach, mm-hmm. I mean, there's plenty of people that we listen to even as a family. Oh yeah, I mean, they we can just break that it down. Gift. Mm-hmm. That gift, and I love the teaching gift, but at the same yeah, time, Mark. Samuel, they can teach. <laughs> but not everyone's, I mean, it's just not not everyone thinks that way. Not everyone catches that, you know, and God is so multifaceted and so individual to us that he can use maybe some people we can hear three points and they just stick in our head. Mm-hmm. Others, it might be more of a practical lesson, you know, like whenever you, we used Quick to do. prophetic uh, word. Exactly, a prophetic word, or we'd have a. Um, in, in school, we do like labs in science class. That was some of the stuff I remembered the most because, you know, you b- start blowing something up or you're, you know, something lights on fire and it's like, mm-hmm. whoa, you know, you're not just getting three points. You're looking at a fire. Mm-hmm. You know, God uses all of these things to yes. teach us. But it's funny how you can you can see where sometimes we get a little excessive in one because of comfort, mm-hmm. you know, and in spiritual warfare, the devil, of course, he wants us comfortable in one area, and then he'll start hitting us from behind in that other area. Mm-hmm. Maybe we got all the book work done, but we didn't do no labs. Yeah. And so we're helpless when it comes <laughs> to doing labs. The but practical. The practical. But we got the knowledge, but mm-hmm. how do we apply it? And see, that's, that's again, that's where this spiritual warfare comes in. It's not just a singular focus. It's actually the equipping and the exercising of the gifts of the Spirit, of the Word of God, yeah. and of our relationships with one another in the body of Christ. So we hope that our conversations that we have with you and that you have with us as you sit with us here today, that it's not only spiritual, but it's natural. Right. And those two aren't competing realities, but we come together as one. So Dan, why don't you pick up verse 12, 1 Corinthians 10, and read uh, 12 and 13. Okay, we'll do, boss. <laughs> I'm messing. That's fun. I'm messing. Okay, verse 12. Therefore, let the one who thinks he stands firm, immune to temptation, being overconfident and self-righteous, take care that he does not fall into sin and condemnation. Because no temptation, regardless of its source, has overtaken or enticed you that it is not common to human experience, nor is any temptation unusual or beyond human resistance. But God is faithful to his word. He is compassionate and trustworthy. 
He will not let you be tempted beyond your ability that you can resist, but along with the temptation, he has and will always provide a way out as well, so that you will be able to endure it without yielding and will overcome temptation with joy. With joy. With joy. (laughs) (laughs) With joy. (laughs) So... Again, this is not a, a downer conversation. This is just getting into the nitty gritty of what life is. And life is a is usually a, a collection of different trials, tests, and temptations, but all of them become a, a journey of discovery. We discover something with the Lord. We discover something in our relationship with Him and with our family. You know, if you're married with your spouse or if you have children with them or grandchildren, Life becomes this discovery, and I love how that says there's nothing we're facing that God doesn't already have a way through and a way out. And I'm going to read this real quick in the voice, just verse 12, because actually verse 13, any temptation you face will be nothing new. Come on. I, I just like that, nothing new. But God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond what you can handle. But he always provides a way of escape so that you will be able to endure. And I love this. Keep moving forward. Come on. Keep moving forward. So those that are listening today in our discussion, if there's anything that we can um, encourage you today in, it's these three words. Keep Moving Moving forward. forward. Amen. Keep, I I hear that again in my spirit. Keep moving forward. Yeah. How do you do that? Just keep moving forward. Keep putting one foot in front of the other. Keep pressing. Keep, keep, um, don't, don't be surprised. Don't get so, um, entrenched in what the enemy wants you to be entrenched in by your focus. Mm -hmm. No, you, 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 you. You move forward. You keep moving forward. You don't stop. Yeah, and one of the ways you can do it is you just literally you take the word, the word we just read, verse 12, verse 13, and you you talk to the Lord and you say, Lord, I'm facing this. I've got this challenge. I've got this going on. But this is what you said in your word. Well, because a good example of this is if if you ever had the privilege of driving a car that doesn't have power steering, you'll know (laughs) one thing. When you're going, you have a lot more control of the vehicle. You have it's way easier to turn when you have momentum and you're moving and the wheels are rolling. Mm-hmm. But once you stop, you man, you got to crank on that wheel just to get it to turn. Yeah, because you're fighting a lot of friction because you're not moving. But once you're moving, you have a lot more ease to con- turn the wheel and there's momentum behind that movement. Yeah. And so maybe we're talking to somebody today, you maybe just feel stuck. And I know sometimes I've I've felt that <laughs> way before. Felt We've all that felt way. that way. And I just feel like this is an encouraging word to someone because sometimes you can just feel stuck. And uh, this is something the Lord has, uh, in this verse specifically, ministered to me on. And it says, no temptation in the ESV has overtaken you that is not common to man. Mm. It took a huge dose of humble pie to realize my problems just aren't that specific. No one's ever walked in my shoes before. Well, maybe. 
Wrong. Wrong. I mean, and that and that that takes a well, big. They've not walked in your shoes, but that doesn't mean that they've not walked in issues like yours. It's right. exactly it. But I'm, I mean, I'm not saying that to completely bash individuality. I'm saying that to say, don't let pride hinder you. Yeah. Come on. Because if we identify with our problem, no one has ever done it like me. Mm-hmm. The Come center on. of that statement is me. me. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. problem, it's specific to me. And then we can even put God out of the equation. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, God, you can't do it. This is something that I have to work through. Mm-hmm. I, and then, and, but whenever it realizes, yeah, it hey, separates us from it God separates us from us God. To him. Exactly. And so don't let, even when there's a feeling of stagnation come, mm-hmm. let's not let those things isolate us, but realize, Hey, if I'm dealing with this issue, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it's not this specific situation, but this genre, yep. you know, or this theme of problem, mm-hmm. you know, financial problems, relational problems, right? These things are common to man. Mm -hmm. And so letting there be hope for that and trusting that, hey, even though this is maybe a specific moment, let's not isolate. Let's let this mean I can push into the word of God, because if it's common to man, Mm -hmm. then God's got an example, a testimony, a relationship, um, a moment where he can get involved in this, and there is redemption available. And here today, just realize You've got four fun friends (laughs) that are getting behind your automobile. That's right. And we're giving you a good push. Push, that's right. Push start. And we're gonna we're gonna get you moving today and you just keep the momentum going momentum going. Yeah. And then don't forget that now there's power steering in cars. Hell and that it's the Holy Spirit, God's grace comes, mm-hmm. and He'll assist with those things when you when you really need to make a change. And there's just, there's you don't have the ability to get some momentum for it. You just got to make a quick turn. Yeah, you got grace and you got mercy that helps you get through those things. Just give you a little extra push and makes it just that much easier. But you still have to put the input in. You have to put the effort in. But it's mm-hmm. a lot easier on your body and your soul to be able to make those turns and adjustments. Amen. That's good. That's Holy good. Ghost power steering. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> well, you know, picking up what you said earlier, Sam, about there's really no temptation that is not common to man. And how did that read in the ESV verse uh um, 13, it said there's nothing new under the sun or something. Well, that's not the ES- I read in the ESV that oh, it's you, no common demand. It's the, was it the voice? You, that but you read reading? the voice. What was yeah. your said something different. It's close to that, though. Um, and he nothing will not new. let you be tempted beyond what you can handle, but he will always provide a way of escape so that you will be able to endure and keep moving forward. Yeah. yeah. But I think it said earlier in there in the voice about there's nothing new. Yeah. Oh, any temptation you face um, will be nothing new. Nothing. But God new. is faithful. Exactly. So I want to talk about that because you know Ecclesiastes is a whole book of just you know <laughs> nothing new under, under the, the sun. sun. <laughs> Hello. You know. So again, dealing with that fact that sometimes we can be really uh, proud of our problems. Um, I remember the first opportunity I had to uh, work on some prayer lines. Or when fixed I, on our When problems. I went to uh, Bible school, I got the privilege of, you know, working, volunteering on the prayer lines at International Ministry. We got calls from all over the world. I worked for a three-hour segment just like two or three times a week and just take call after call after call after call. And it didn't take long. And they equipped us. They gave us the word. We had all kinds of resources to pray the word with people. 
But, you know, we had to go in prayed up, ready, knowing that you're just going to take call after call after call of problem and problem and test. And so, you know, the first couple of weeks I got kind of weighed down, kind of discouraged, thinking, my goodness, there's a lot of pain out there, a lot of hurt, a lot of suffering. And I said, Lord, I need help. And he took me to 1 Corinthians 10, 13, Mm. and he said, I want you to realize there's nothing people are going through that I haven't provided a way of escape. But I learned during that time how really what you said, Sam, I really discovered quickly how people feel their situation is so unique. Well, we've all felt that way. For sure. Because that's what the enemy wants to do. He wants to get us so focused on the problem. Isolated. And he wants to get us, yes, right, Dan, he wants to get us isolated and feeling alone. Mm -hmm. Like, this is is so big, Mm -hmm. and it's, it's mine, and nobody else. And and so he wants to get us that way because then what do we do? Our reaction is withdrawal. Yeah. Our reaction is 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 a further isolation. It's not a reaching out for help. And and I just want to say today, if you are going through something, we're here also today to tell you you're not alone. Amen. You right. are not alone. And you can simply Spellman Ministries at gmail.com. Send us a tech, uh, a, 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 an email. You, if, if you're on Facebook, message us. I mean, if you've got our personal information, text us. We want you to know today you're not alone. You're not alone. And, That's right. You know, so back to this point of what does it mean? It's common to man's experience. There's nothing new under the sun. Let me give you just a quick breakdown of 1 John 2.15. 1 John 2.15 says, the love of the, Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, that's where the tests, trials, and temptations come from, is from the world. And it says three things. Oh, boy. The lust of the flesh. Hello. Lust of the eyes. Hello. And the pride of life. Hello. Bam. So uh, there, every, there it is. Every issue can be broke it's like math mm-hmm. you know to how do you simplify an equation mm-hmm. well all you're doing is you're getting breaking to the root you're breaking mm-hmm. it down mm-hmm. it might you know you might get an equation that's you know a whole whiteboard long <laughs> but then after a simple simple like pemdos yeah parentheses uh what do you remember how i remember it's called pemdos but i can't remember the order parentheses exponents multiplication um, division, division. Addition, or addition and subtraction. Yeah, that's the order of <laughs> equations. So when you're solving something, you go in that order, right? You solve in that order, you break it down. Mm-hmm. These are the three things that any issue we're dealing with as a person on the earth, our flesh is dealing with. Mm-hmm. We can follow them back to these. And there's two other witnesses in Scripture. Go back to the garden for uh, reference number two in the Garden of Eden. There was three temptations faced. He he showed him the fruit. He said, look at this. This is pleasant to the eyes. It's a tree desired to make one wise, and it's good for food. So there it again. There's the three, three lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, pride of life. And then Jesus in his wilderness temptation, where he was led by the Spirit into the wilderness and faced temptation. Again, three temptations. He showed him all the worlds and said, you know, bow down and serve me, and I'll give you all these. He said, look at this. You're hungry. Look at the stones. Turn them into bread. And so all these things, he faced three temptations that perfectly parallel these issues, lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and pride of life. 
So when you look at how do we understand that everything we're going through is just common, mm-hmm. no one's really facing anything new, and then you see in Hebrews 4, we have a high priest. That's right. Who can be trusted, trusted. because why? He's been tempted in all points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I don't know about you, but I always sometimes struggle with that. I thought, well, how can Jesus be tempted in every way we've been tempted? So how can he? He didn't be? have an iPhone. How can exactly. he be tempted in what I'm? But like it didn't make sense. But mm-hmm. it's because of this. Exactly. And so all of our our trials, tests, and temptations mm-hmm. are rooted in one of these three things. And so we can trust the Lord. Yeah. So we, we're going back to here's the spiritual warfare part. Yeah. And the spiritual warfare is winning the battle. Uh, number one, where Holy Spirit's highlighting is don't feel like you're alone. Come on. And that That's your problem right. is somehow special. Not not to mean it's not hurtful. It's not, you know, a struggle and a real thing. Or specific. And very specific. But it's not something that the Word of God cannot overcome. And, and so what is the warfare? What did Jesus do? He said, it is written. written. So how do we overcome temptation, trials, and tests? The written word. It is written. written. Amen. That's the exercise. That's it. And it's available to all of us. It's possible. Mm-hmm. There is hope mm-hmm. for you. There is mm-hmm. hope for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is this is good news. Again, Very you talk about news. the joy. The you know the Bible says the joy of the Lord is our strength. Mm-hmm. In other words, word is strength. It comes from hope. It comes from joy. That hey. You know, even though this is a specific situation, I've got ammo in the back. Yeah. You know, I've got I've got tools. I got a hammer to hammer in this nail. I got to draw you know? from our well of salvation. That's right. So we got to find truth in the word mm-hmm. that speaks to our specific situation. Um, again, you mentioned um, some things resource wise. Again, if you go to our website, SpelmanMinistries.org, we have one whole page about, or it's a, uh, it's resources. It's several pages, but it's like 90, what, two, 93? Yeah, some over 90. Over 90 scriptures of who I am in Christ Jesus. So these are in Christ realities. These are truths that apply to just about any situation you're going to face. Because how many know we're not going to overcome unless we have our identity in Christ and who we are in Christ? Well, and another major spiritual warfare um, just resource that's on our website is, um, and again, it's under the resources, it's the Blood of Jesus Confession. And that confession, years ago, God um, allowed us to to read a book from that book um, that— there was a confession, and we kind of reworked it. We mm-hmm. we made it our own. That's why it is on our website. We made it our own. We actually, to this day, still speak that blood confession, mm-hmm. um, not in a religious ritual way. We speak it because we're using the hyssop of our tongue, and just like the Israelites took, a, you know, a hyssop of, of blood mm-hmm. and put it over a doorpost, then what what happened? They were passed over. The angel right. of death passed over. <laughs> and right. so, um, so when we're when we're applying the blood of Jesus with the hyssop of our tongue, it's so vital. It's so important. And especially in this season, Mm -hmm. in this dispensation that we're living in. And I'll just add this as a church family, we, 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 when we pastored, we spoke this blood confession every single service for, I don't know, 
how many years? Mm-hmm. And it, we saw things. We heard people. We had testimonies. We saw people coming out of darkness into light. We saw, we saw people um, being restored. We saw protection. We saw um, schemes of the enemy being unlocked and, 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 you know, like we just exposed, exposed. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. So, you know, those two resources are huge Mm -hmm. resources to put into your everyday practice. So with the word of God, we're using the word of God as a weapon. Mm -hmm. You know, it is a weapon. It is written. It is written. And Absolutely. So let me just declare this over you as we wrap up here today. First Corinthians ten thirteen. You can use this one just like Jesus used the word. It is written. It is written that no temptation has overtaken me, such as is common to man. But God is faithful. He will not allow me to be tempted above what I am able. But with every temptation, He makes a way of escape that I may be able to bear it. Now, you can make that confession your own. Just take the word, make it personal, make it a decree, make it a declaration, and just like Jesus, resist the devil. Amen. 